0: My whole life, try not to frown. Don't let this world turn you around. You're not alone, and when you cry, virtually <laughs> I'll be by your side. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a new episode of Alika Hope and
1: Change. This is right. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> I am here, broadcasting from Houston, Texas. Yes. Also known as Emil.
0: And I just tricked him because I don't usually just say Alika Hope and and blank. But he figured it out. My smart brother figured it out, and he is actually today. Where are you at, La Michoacana? I
1: am at, I'm at La Michoacana in Houston, mm-hmm. Texas. It is a local uh, taqueria and meat market. It is a fabulous place to be, and they were kind enough to let me broadcast or record from here. So I'm very thankful to them.
0: Yeah, and I just was Googling them, and I'm very impressed. It looks like they've been around for a while, since 1986. So I want to shout out to them in Houston for um, turning off the music just while we are doing our podcast today. That is such an honor. So thank you very much to La Michoacana in Houston, Texas, where my brother is on location. Ooh, on location. On
1: location. Yeah, so I'm down here in Houston on business. and. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be here for several weeks, um, and I decided, you know, let me get a place. I didn't want to stay in a hotel. I want to be able to cook and and take care of of my life without necessarily having to walk through a lobby every day for a few weeks. So I said, Mm -hmm. let me find a place on well-known vacation website. Uh I will not give any names Uh because my experience with them, mostly with the place that I stayed, is Mm -hmm. less than positive. And our show remains positive So, sis, can I tell a story?
0: Actually, you can tell a story, and it doesn't have to be positive. As long as it's truthful, we can think about the hope and change from the story later. But I want to hear this story, and I know our listeners do, too. So, tell us the Houston story, Emil Bryant.
1: (laughs) So, I get on the ground, uh, early flight Monday morning. I land at 8.30. So, just imagine that flying from Washington to D.C. to Houston Mm -hmm. required a 6 a.m. takeoff, which means I was up at 4 o'clock to get ready. Okay. to get to the airport. So I'm setting the stage because 8.30 a.m. I hit the ground running. I got to get a car. I got to do all these things. And it's finally a long day, and it ends. I have secured a place to stay. I get the uh, instructions to enter the place. It's, everything is working great. Now, the place isn't exactly what you would call a Holiday Inn or Howard Johnson's. It isn't. Um and I'm using those as reference points for a reason. So yeah, you so I was can kind of figure you. out, figure out just what quality of the accommodation was if it's okay. not there. Okay. And, and why I say that is because it was still comfortable and livable, despite the fact that it may not have met the five-star accommodations that I'm, I've grown accustomed to in my wealth, especially the wealth handed down by our billionaire parents. Um, but.
0: Oh, 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 y'all, that was sarcasm. That took me a second. I'm a little slow to sarcasm. I was like, wait, what? Huh? Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Yes.
1: So, so I'm, so here I am. So here I am in this accommodation and it's, it's a one bedroom place. It's nice. It's, it has everything I need. It's got a stove and a kitchen. So I load up everything, you know, i mm-hmm. I've bought some food. I put the stuff away. I clean up of, you know, make sure everything's ready for me. And then I put away all my food. I leave a few things on the counter, which I often do, um, Okay. Um, At home, I left some plantains, some bananas, and some oranges on the countertop. Nice little Neat, clip pile. It's very nice little pile. So I I go to bed. It's been a long day. So I I eat a little something and I crash it. You know, I've been up since 4 a.m. It's now 10 a.m. Get the time difference. Right. So I'm like, it's time to sleep. So I finally get some rest at around 11 o'clock. I finally get into bed. And I'm, and I'm asleep, and about 2 o'clock in the morning, I hear something. Now, I'm not familiar with the place, so I don't understand if it's neighbors or, you know, what. So I get up, walk yep. around, make sure the door is locked, all the things that a, a prudent person would do in a new situation. You want to accommodate all those noises. You want to say, okay, don't be paranoid. It's don't just paranoid. the way this place is. Mm-hmm. But you want to be sure, so you walk around and do, do those things. Doors locked properly. Uh, nothing. Nothing seems to be disturbed, so I go back to bed. Okay. About five minutes later, after all the lights are out again, I hear the same noise. Mm. And I'm like, "What is this rustling sound?" And here's what it sounds like: It sounds like what? um Like wrapping paper being crumpled or uh, plastic bags uh, being
0: uh, crumpled. Uh
1: oh. And I'm Email?
0: like, "Emile, yeah." I'm I lived there. in New York City for a long time. I'm going in- there. And I know where this is going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Yep.
1: I'm going right to that space.
0: <sighs> so yes, crinkling. <clears throat> so
1: I. So I. So I. So I turn on every light. Mm-hmm. I see no scurrying things. So I'm like, let me look around and see what's changed. So I go to the counter where my, where my plantains, bananas, and uh, everything were laid out so nicely and neatly, and I see. My plantain has been nibbled. Oh, geez. And I know they've been nibbled because I see niblets. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a visitor, perhaps (sighs) Mickey's cousin, Mm -hmm. who left evidence of his trip in my kitchen by niblets, plantain niblets. And I'm like, oh, so now we have a West Indian uh, visitor, perhaps. You know, Mm -hmm. I like plantains. I usually fry them up. They're delicious to me. And I was really looking forward to making a meal with them one day, probably the next day. Now I have to clean up the mess, get rid of the nibbled plantain. And I said, well, let me see why the rustling was making the noise. I had saved some plastic bags from the trip to the store that I had made and had put them under the sink. Uh Uh-oh! They were not neatly placed inside the bag as I had placed them. When okay. I put them there, they were scattered all over under the sink. And there's no wind under the sink. Hmm. So I immediately, but calmly, <laughs> make it very clear, this is not reasonable. I send a note to my, uh, uh, the, the owner of the accommodation to let okay. them know, yes. there's an unacceptable condition here.
0: Correct. I would agree I, with that, yes.
1: After I cleaned up and turned off all the lights, of course, my little friend shows up again, but he's hungry this time because he has nothing to nibble on. Mm-hmm. And he lets me know by furiously attacking those bags that he had already attacked <laughs> and kept me up all the rest of the night. At 6 a.m., I pack all my yes. stuff, I take it to the car, and I say to my, uh, the owner of the accommodation, you are free to deal with this however you need to. I, however, have left and will expect a refund for the, time that I, for the money that I paid yes. for the time that I was scheduled to stay. My refund processed today, I am very Good. happy about that. And my little friend is hungry still because I Sorry. took all of his <laughs> n- potential <laughs> niblets and I had taken them away for posterity.
0: So Emil, how long were yes. you supposed to stay in Mickey Mouse's? Um, how long were you supposed to have Mickey Mouse as your roommate? How long are you supposed to be there in that location?
1: I had planned for get this mm-hmm. twelve weeks, three months. Oh my,
0: oh my. So yeah. what are you? What are you going to do now? Like where are you going to stay for the next uh, eleven weeks? Fortunately, 11 and a half weeks? Mm-hmm.
1: fortunately, I had feelers out, and one of my feelers came back quickly and told me you know, there's an opportunity here, go take it. So I immediately went down to a place that I could rent and I worked with them for the afternoon, yesterday afternoon, and they were exceptionally accommodating, expedited the process. What normally would have taken a week took an afternoon. And in fact, I just got a call that says, hey, you can grab the keys and move in this afternoon.
0: And that right there is the hope and change that can follow from having a devastating experience. You know, Emil could have run out and been like, that's it, I'm leaving Houston. All I thought there was gonna be was giant roaches. And I'm I'm speaking from experience because I did live in Texas for a year. And coming from Oregon to Texas, I was like, what are these things? But mice, you know, it's interesting. The whole time I lived in Texas, I never had a mice issue. I always feel like that's like a up north issue. So um, that mouse really, really wanted to be there. And clearly that mouse did not want you to be there. um and you got out of there and you it went was, and you changed.
1: Yeah. It was yep. it was easy for me to make the change because I had only been there at night. Had it had it occurred after a week when I had settled in, I would have been probably furious. Instead, mm-hmm. I was just more bemused and said, Let me just deal with this <laughs> matter of factly and and bounce. Right. Yes. And, speaking and bounce of- I did.
0: Well, and speaking of bounce, 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 we're going to bounce to the next segment and we're going to play a little game today. Be right back.
1: Interlude music by Lawrence V. White.
0: So we're back with me still in the studio and Emil on location. Emil is in Houston, Texas, but he is now in a wonderful place where Mickey Mouse is not going to come and and bite through his recording equipment, which I'm very glad for, Emil. Thank you for sharing that story with us. I think um, I'm going to ask you this. What is a takeaway that you could share, like, with our listeners from that story? What's one thing that you want to share with the listeners?
1: So I'm a big believer that, um, you know, uh, the, the world at large speaks to us mm-hmm. through circumstances. And if you're paying attention, a bird's chirp or uh, a flower that you pass or uh, a nibbled plantain, it is a message that you can interpret. And depending on your state of mind, that interpretation has many different meanings, right? Mm. In my case, because I came to Houston for business, it was simply a message to find an accommodation that would better suit the success that I'm sure to have while I'm here. Yes. And once I once once I heard that message, and I interpreted it through my lens of optimism, mm-hmm. right? My hopeful lens. I was able to say, well, let me find the best possible location where this will work for me.
0: Yes. And
1: um, the place that I'm that I found is about a five minute drive from the site where I'll be doing a, a bulk of the work. So that message turned into an opportunity for me to change. Uh, uh, my station and get to where the success that I'm seeking will be more likely to occur.
0: Yes. And I'm going to change our topic here and veer into today's main topic. Yes. I thought you and I could play Would You Rather. And where this comes from is because my children, who I adore and love so much, but they love to play the game Would You Rather, which I don't, I guess it's a huge thing, but I don't, I wouldn't even know about if it wasn't for them. So we'll be driving down the road and they'll be like, Hey mom, would you rather have a million dollars or, you know, I don't know, or a million pairs of shoes. And I have the hardest time with this game because I'm like, wait, but you guys know, I don't think in black or white. And then they laugh because I'm like, yeah, because I mixed. Ha ha. And they're like, OK, mom, that's old. But anyway, <laughs> so my, my poor kids put up with my corniness so much. Um, but, but, that you was, know. but that was funny. <laughs> and so it's hard. Like, would you rather? And they just have an answer right there. And they like go do these quizzes and try to quiz me. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And so I thought for today. <laughs>
1: These
0: are good, though. <laughs> because because you're on the road, I thought you and I could play Would You Rather. And, we, and here's the rule. We have to decide on one or the other. We can't, we cannot, and this is, y'all, this is hard for Emil and I because we are our father's children. But we yes. cannot do a middle decision. We have to choose one or the other. And for our listeners, Absolutely. what I did— Yay. Okay, so I went to a pool of 250 would you rather questions and I went through combed through them all and I was like, I'm going to pick these because these would be really cool for Emil and I and maybe it will help you our listeners learn a little bit more about us. And I'm going to tell you I have no clue what Emil is going to say and he has no clue what I'm going to say. So, we are going to today play would you rather. So,
1: outstanding. <clears throat> outstanding.
0: outstanding. I love this game. Woo! Okay. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to ask you. (laughs) All right, girl, you knocked me out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Emil.
1: Maple syrup all day, all day. Tell us why. First of all, I'm (laughs) going to have, I'm going to have waffle paddles. Oh no! Because <laughs> if I'm swimming in maple syrup, then yep. I'm having a. I'm, it, it'll be a waffle paddles, mm-hmm. and um, I'm probably going to. I may not make it across the pool
0: because you're going to be soaking up I, all if, the syrup.
1: I'm not even. I may. I may walk across that pool when I'm done because I'll be like, hand me another waffle. Let's go. Ah. Oh, I am all right. about waffles with maple syrup. So yeah, you know, Nutella's good, but maple syrup. Oh forget about it. It's over.
0: Well, I got to tell you me I got to agree with you on this one. I definitely would rather swim in a pool full. It's hey y'all, it's really hard to say pool full by the way. Um but anyway, I'd rather <laughs> swim in a pool full of maple syrup. And for me, it's because maple syrup has calcium. Like I'm thinking real true maple syrup because it comes from a tree and yeah. it's like it has all these trace minerals too. So like not only I love the by the way, I love the waffle the waffle arm paddles. I'm going to steal that. So while we're having the waffle <laughs> arm paddles, as we're like drinking and draining and the trace minerals and calcium and stuff from the maple syrup, we're going to be getting really healthy.
1: Yes. There it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Never mind whatever diabetes we get. Uh, from, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, right. wait. Wait, I got one for you, sis, man. Okay. Look, because this one is it, it's it's part of my heart. So when I ask you this okay. question, just realize that I used to tell bedtime stories with this okay. exact same... Uh, scenario oh okay Go would ahead. you rather mm-hmm. visit the international space station for a week or spend a week in a hotel at the bottom of the ocean
0: all right y'all hands down i would rather spend a week in a hotel at the bottom of the ocean I- space does not appeal to me. I'm like, we have enough going on here on earth. What are y'all talking about? Space force going to space? What? And I get it. I mean, I, I respect it and I have mad respect for astronauts and stuff, but for me, I want to go in the bottom of the ocean and see like the, the, the colors and the wildlife. And the, I was thinking about an episode that I filmed, uh, two years ago in Belize. And I got to go into the, um, you know, the coral reef and see all the colors of all of the, uh, aquatic creatures and i mean just to be in a hotel and like be laying in your bed and see them all swimming above you and just see the what's uh, yeah. down there i gotta go with that one what about you that you? would be
1: incredible it would be incredible to be able to be in a bubble at the bottom of the ocean and really just be a part of the ecosystem down there would just mm. it would be mind-blowing i just don't think it would be as mind-blowing as <laughs> the iss The International (laughs) Space Station for me is, look, I need to go to space. I need to go to space. I've been a space geek my whole life. You know, I went to the Air Force Academy um, because space was such a part of my normal way of thinking. And although I'm not an astronaut or even a rocket engineer or rocket scientist, I am a guy who has always been about what has... what what can we do when we slip the surly bonds of earth Mm. Um, and as the pilots say dance the skies on laughter silvered wings what does it mean to be away from terra firma for a week not a contest as beautiful as the bottom of the ocean is i need to see what it's like to leave mother earth for just Mm. a week and have that completely different experience
0: you just reminded me of something. Um, aren't you? I remember when you got on the Air Force Academy. I was like, "Oh, are you going to be a pilot?" And you said, "No, you're too tall because your legs were too long, or something like your head would hit the the cockpit." We had this conversation a long time ago. But I was just thinking, like, are you too tall to be an astronaut? Also, are there height requirements for that?
1: There are height requirements, and I would be right at the bubble of okay. too tall for pilots. It's sitting height, so you sitting know. Sitting height. Um, okay. It's the sitting height thing because uh, there are guys actually taller than me who have mm-hmm. flown, but they have a shorter sitting height because of what you said. Your head may hit the canopy, especially in a um, high-performance aircraft like a fighter jet. But okay. the, the other side for astronauts is it's just the limitations of the spacesuits and the, and the seats that they create. They're made for people who are just not quite as tall as me. So in some ways that might fit, in some ways I might not. Um, but it would be so much fun to find out.
0: Yeah. And Elon Musk, cause I know Elon Musk listens to us every single week. Um, yo, if you could figure out a way to design a space shuttle that would fit someone who's six foot four, uh, I think that would make my brother's life and he could go out there for a week. And I, I promise you, Elon, you know, that he would, um, give you all the reports that you need. So just wanted to give that shout out is. to our, to our local billionaire, is. you know, um, we need <laughs> to design The tallest astronaut
1: <laughs> America has ever sent to space it mm-hmm. w- is my height at six, four. That's Jim okay. Weatherby. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, commanded five missions in space and um he is the tallest person to fly and he is my height so when they talk wow. about you know when i say that i'm at the bubble i literally am at that bubble where i might be too tall i might not be again the proportions matter
0: okay so along those lines when we come back i'm gonna have a would you rather about being tall or being not tall so y'all we're gonna be right back playing would you rather here on a of hope and change
1: Interlude music by Lawrence V. White.
0: So, Emil, you know, thinking about the theme of height, I got a would you rather? Would you rather be 11 feet tall or nine inches tall?
1: Eleven feet or nine? I'm, you know what? I'm going to go nine inches. This is this is a <laughs> this is a great one for me. All right? Okay. So so you know I've I, I'm I'm already tall. Being doubled my height would not necessarily make me feel better or stronger or anything. But mm-hmm. being nine inches tall, which no one ever has, imagine all the things you can do that the world how the world looks at that height. Like to me, the world would be it would be like walking into a brand new universe. Because things are going to look so different. Grass is going to be a forest. Like your mm. whole world, your whole world view changes. And I'm sure it would at 11 feet. But I would much rather see what it looks like to be at that, uh, at that size. Because mm-hmm. I think the world would just look incredible.
0: Mm. I have to agree with you. I'm going to go with the nine inches tall. I was just thinking about 11 feet and like, I feel like I'd be walking around scaring people and like smashing into things. And nine inches would be kind of like my dogs. You know, I have a Chihuahua and a Maltese and they're really little. And sometimes like the kids and I forget how little they are and I'll get down on the floor and look at the world from like their point of view. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's a whole other world. So it's just like other world, other world, like everything. And so just to be nine inches tall you're exactly right. It would be cool to see things from a different purview. And although part of me is like, oh, that's gross. I'd see the dirt in all the corners and stuff. But that's a different issue. Um, I think there'd be more positive, though. Just getting dirt to There would be
1: boulders, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> what kind of dirt you have in your house? Um. Anyway. Hello. Uh... What?
1: <laughs> Sorry. Huh?
0: You said dirt would be boulders. I'm like, nine inches isn't that short. Um, It's not that short, no. says, my
1: big brother is, uh, are you clean, bro?
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm going to leave that one for when Karim comes back. And we can probably do some Yo Mama jokes with Karim on here. Anyway, so would you rather? Oh, man. (laughs) Do you want to pick one?
1: Yeah, let me get one. Uh, This is a good one. I actually, um, I really thought about this. Uh, Before I I decided it on it, but it was so good. Okay. Would you rather find a $100 bill floating in a public toilet or a $20 bill in your toilet? A $100 bill in a public toilet or a $20 bill in your toilet?
0: Okay. I know I'm gonna make some people squirm, but you all have to understand that I've raised (laughs) children. I was my first nanny job was when I was 16. I have like no fear of any bodily functions whatsoever. I mean, just nothing. So I'm gonna go with the hundred dollars bill in a public toilet because I I know I can hear the listeners like, ew. Yes. Um, But it's because like I've been dealing with other people's bodily functions for so like 20 years now. I'm just not phased by it. Now that having been said, maybe, I mean, could I like scoop it out and put it in a Ziploc bag and then go sanitize my hands and like, I, I don't know, but All right, I'm, I'm being real y'all. So judge Alika <laughs> Hope as you must, but I would take the $100 bill out of the public toilet. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm, what not about you? I'm not judging.
1: I'm not judging because um, there's a board in my eye and a speck in yours. So let me tell you. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> let me tell you. I am so, yes. I am so getting that $100 bill. <laughs> oh, <yes! laughs> I'm, not, I'm, okay. I'm not even, even going to equivocate it's, I'm going to get that $100 bill mm-hmm. Because uh-huh. right now we live in an age Where uh, hand sanitizer is ubiquitous yeah, So true. I'm going to slather on The hand sanitizer, I'm going to sanitize mm-hmm. that bill I'm, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to You know what, I'll dry it out Sanitize mm-hmm. it uh, mm-hmm. uh, several more times Dry it out mm-hmm. some more And then have a party And I know some of our listeners are like A party for 100 bucks? like, You have not partied with me Hundred dollars, we're gonna eat and drink well.
0: That's true. I, I can't. I cannot really? disagree with that.
1: Now. So yeah, yeah, hundred dollars. I'm, I'm digging. I'm sorry, I'm digging it out.
0: No, I, I, I I'm glad because I was feeling like should I really say this publicly? And I made a promise to myself, I won't lie on this podcast. So I just told you all the truth. Now I'm gonna change the subject. Um, <clears throat> I like this one. Would you rather be royalty a thousand years Ooh. ago, Ooh. or an average person today?
1: Ooh, that is hard. I but, know. <clears throat> I know. But I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come at this sideways, cause I, you know me. Okay.
0: Okay. But you have to make a choice, though. You can come at it sideways. You gotta make oh, a choice.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm definitely okay. choosing. But I want to be royalty from a thousand years ago, mm-hmm. in one of the great sub-Saharan African empires.
0: Okay. Mali, yeah.
1: Songhai, uh, Great okay. Zimbabwe. Um, yeah, I would love to be royalty. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick my I'm gonna pick my choice there, and my choice is okay. sub-Saharan Africa, where those civilizations were completely different than anything I can imagine.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Now
1: and now, yes. sister. Oh
0: this is a hard one for me. <laughs> this is a one of the ones that one. my kids <laughs> if my kids asked me, I'd be like the only reason why I want to be royalty a thousand years ago is because I love the clothing, which is like, I'm just thinking about Cleopatra. And then I'm thinking about like the Queens of England and all those beautiful outfits. But honestly, I'd rather be an average person today. And that is because Ooh. I be loving the power of antibiotics and sewage, sewers. So I was thinking like an average person today, if I got, you know, um, a strep throat, um, which could have easily killed somebody a thousand years ago. There's so many things that could have killed you, even like a UTI could have killed you a thousand years ago before the advent of antibiotics Agreed. Um, i w- I prefer being an average person. Well, I'm not average, but you know what I'm saying in this question. Right. I would prefer being an average person today because we have so many advances. Um and also I was thinking about like being a woman a thousand years ago, depending on where I was. I like how you put the qualification of where you would be. But depending yeah. on where I was, my life could be, totally out of my control as royalty. So I would rather be an average person today, Emil.
1: You know, I can, but I respect that logic because, um, on balance, the things that we have access to as a person who is not royalty, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A person who is not like, for instance, I'm being served in a, in a restaurant, a delicious meal, um, yep. that was not accessed by the non-royal person a thousand years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can, I can move at will to, mm-hmm. uh, far and near not accessible right. a thousand years ago to a, right. a non-royal. And there's one, like you said, you know, medical advances, but here's one that really kind of, I think we just don't even see it, Okay. but you said it, but I want to expand on it slightly.
0: Okay. You got about a minute. So go ahead and expand.
1: Hot and cold running water.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh right? my gosh! Hot I was and cold about, running oh, you, water. Yep. You, got, you, said, you, got, you yep. said
1: sanitation. I was like, but you missed the big mm. one. Hot and cold running water. You're you 100% couldn't take correct. a hot shower a thousand years ago unless you were Mm-mm. a royal, and then it was a hot bath.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And thinking about like how much, how good it feels. Too. Yes. I, I love my bathtub, actually, like to have the hot water when your muscles are aching or when you're in a bad mood, like the power of a hot bath. And I'd have to see back then, we'd have to have like a tub and boil a kettle of water over a fire. And then everybody in the house would be sharing the same bath water. And who knows, like, you know, if your husband was out out all day and he stank and he got in the water before you, like, oh, I'm <laughs> having right. like all these like fantasies <laughs> of like, no, nope, I like I'll take the average person today. I'll take it. And actually, it just made me really, really grateful for all of the change. See that hope and change for all of the change that we have had in the past thousand years. Yes. Hot and cold water. I didn't even think about that meal.
1: I mean, oh. well, the things that we take for granted are so yes. basic. Sometimes that we don't realize that a thousand years ago, they were miracles of science and technology. And I never want to get into a situation. And I think we do that in the show where Mm -hmm. the little things that other people don't even see anymore because it's just so normal. We want to marvel at those things. That's the hope and change part of our show is that we take some little things, some daily, like we did our show on March the 4th, right? Mm -hmm. We just do these little things that have big impacts, but if you don't pay attention to them, you might not see them.
0: You might not see them. And we're running low on time, so we're definitely going to have another Would You Rather episode coming up later, uh, probably before the summer comes. But I have one little statement to say for you, uh, to you Go about ahead. making choices. So, Emil, I want you to know that my dermatologist was fired today.
1: Oh, well, no. What happened?
0: He was fired because he made too many rash decisions. Oh, oh. let that oh. one process
1: for you. Oh. Choice.
0: Decisions, Uh, would you rather? uh, Don't make me change, but have a little hope and change. I'm Malika Hope.
1: I am her brother, Change, (laughs) also known as Emil. (laughs) You are just, that was a punch in the gut, but a pleasant one. Uh, If such a thing can happen. (laughs) All right, y'all.
0: Take care and have a great week. Bye now.